Welcome back, everybody. This is Eliezer House. We are in episode 259. I am here with Mr. David Arona. Hey. And since I am your host, Louis Barone, uh, Bobby will not be here today. What? Um, and sadly, because I was really looking forward to Angry Bobby, who was. Nah, abs- we were never going to get it. We were never going to get it. I guess uh, Bobby was absolutely livid. I mean, live and, and we're going through text. This is all through text. And he just constantly reminded how upset he was at the performance. We'll go ahead and talk about that. We just, uh, well, I guess about an hour and a half ago, um, we recorded Balls and Beers first, uh, but we just saw the Galaxy um, draw Minnesota 1-1. We'll talk about some U.S. Open Cup because now all of a sudden it matters. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about what to expect against Houston because now you have to juggle quite a few games between, you know, this midweek game that we just had against Minnesota, the Houston game, and the midweek game that we're going to have against LAFC, followed by who are we playing? Portland? Or Austin. It's Austin. Uh, uh, Houston so, and then Austin, yeah. Yeah, so how does Greg Vanny juggle that? And where does he put his importance? So we're going to get to all of that. Um, we're going to try to make it not a two-hour show. Oh, we uh, have listener questions, too. And we have listener questions. So, yeah. Um, let's, let, let's go in chronological order here. We're yep. going to talk about the Dallas game that took place last Saturday at the Diggity. A 3-1 defeat at the hands of FC Dallas. Well, yeah, kind uh, of. But I would say more at the hands of Chase Casper. Okay. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's both fair and messed up. Unfair? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guy, the... New new guy is getting worked, dude. Like, okay, where where are we? So the reason we had to start Chase Casper is because Raheem Edwards was out with some. Was it a calf issue? It's uh, I think it was a calf issue. Okay, um, Viafania is out for the season, and who and Leaderdom was out for was it personal reasons? It was personal reasons. Yeah. So we had no depth at uh, left back, so we had to put. Uh, uh, Chase Casper, the newly acquired defender. We did not talk about him last week, even though we had already acquired him. Um, Because, you know, simply, he doesn't really sit that high on my radar. Um, (laughs) That acquisition is much like the Eric Zavaleta acquisition. It was like, yeah, I guess. Um, He's a person that can fill in, but, you know, albeit he filled in pretty poorly in this one. Um. Um. So and, yeah. and 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 the dude got exposed on it on two of those goals at least, um, and um, yeah, a big 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 regression in terms of what our defense was doing right. <clears throat> um, we had a, a huge issue, and as soon as the Galaxy went down two zero, um, I think you said Lewis that you were like, yeah, that's it, it's over. Yeah. Um, and then they scored that third goal, and then I think. Pretty much every Galaxy fan knew at that point, yeah, it's over. Um, right. There's no way the Galaxy are scoring three goals. Um, they didn't even look like they were going to score the goal that they scored off of a, a Douglas Costa. Uh, was it a free kick? 
It was a free kick. Yeah, it was a free kick. So it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and and you know, I'll 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 be fair that at least Douglas Costa's body language looked a little bit um more interested in this game. We talked last week about how he seems very disinterested in being out there. And I, and I think that shifted a little tiny bit. Um, with that being said, he was still bad. He was still terrible in this game. Um, I've, I'm, I'm I, at this point, I'm refusing to acknowledge um, Kevin Cabral because he's just been god awful and he continues to get minutes. Um, Chicha has been uh, lost on an island, or as Bobby has said, he's he's in the he's stuck in the Bermuda. Blah, Bermuda Triangle somewhere. Um, but I also think that he's sort of hitting that um, that point in the season where he just sort of loses form. And and it's funny, the first year he was with us, when did he get injured? Probably like uh, mid-May? The 4th of July. That was the injury in the first season? Yep, it was the 4th of July game. It was against Kansas City, and he and he suffered it in training, and then he didn't come back till like September. Oh, that's right. And then the and then the 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 following year, what was that? That was uh the, that this this happened last year, and then the 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 previous year was the pandemic year. So yeah, it was so the, the so... season started in June. But I don't think he was, he was like he, he was got hurt during the yeah. MLS's back tournament. Yeah, like, and then yeah, I mean, the, the schedule was funky as it was, but, and he was my, like off and on. But he is, I mean, he he also looked and he acknowledged it, right? Like he wasn't mentally prepared, he wasn't physically right. prepared. Um, he acknowledged what had happened, and he turned around, turned it around in 2021. And for what it's worth, I know that he's trying just as hard. Yeah, this season, I, the, the, I, I the think problem, the upper level is there. I, and, yeah. and here's my, and here's here's you know, again, Bobby's not here to just. To, to laugh at my or to scoff at my galaxy conspiracy theories um i'll fill in every every season that she just oh been with gosh us. shut up Dave. <laughs> here we every go again season, listening every to the twitter season, crowd <laughs> every season have your own independent thoughts dave um every season that chicha has been with us um right around the time when the European season that he has been used to for so many years um, has started to ramp down or had been on, on, on break. Um, He started to have issues or, you know, in, in the last two seasons, it's been injuries. And then when did he come back? Probably a little, about a month or so after the European started season started up again. Um, It's about that time. (laughs) <laughs> it's about that time european season is ending uh, yeah, um yeah. and he's been in a poor run of form over the last uh was it five or six games he has not scored in six games yeah um it's it's uh, it, it's not completely his fault it's right. not for a lack of effort i don't think but he hasn't been sharp he had that epic miss against austin. uh against austin um but that sort of thing starts to weigh on a player if they can't get the opportunity to score. Um, today, you know, we'll talk about this game a little later. Today against Minnesota, um, he was trying to get involved and he, you know, but never looked like he was in a dangerous uh, area to 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 try and score. And the same goes for the Dallas game. He was he was not in an area where he could even. 
begin to start to 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 be dangerous and and be a threat on goal. That's a big problem. Um, the Galaxy are suffering immensely from a lack of transitional offense. Um, they are so insanely slow on um, transitioning from defense to offense. Um, they they're basically letting they're they're basically telling. The opposing team, hey guys, okay, we're gonna set up in our attack formation now, and that gives the team plenty of time to get back and to pull numbers and 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 make sure that they are able to um, counter the very predictable way that the galaxy builds up their offense. You know what's what's funny is that you started this. I don't want to say rant, but you started this saying, you know, my, my Twitter conspiracy theories. And earlier today, I, I didn't tweet it out. I mean, there were too many of them. But <laughs> but but I, 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 I thought to myself, like all the tweets that were going out, and most were negative. I don't, I, you know, hardly any positive ones, obviously, right. uh, during the game today. Um, lots of pretty much what you were saying, right? Um, offense is weak, uh, very slow. Uh, no creativity. It's predictable. And I'm like, man, you can literally use any rant. And I'm sure we said this in past episodes. We're like, you can literally plug in an episode anytime. Pick a random one between 2017 and now. And chances are, if you insert it into any given time in the present, it would work. It would make sense. Like what we would say would apply to what we're seeing right now. Um, and that's what I was going to say. Like, these tweets are just copy and paste for the past six seasons. Yeah, It's the same thing, right? We're, we're, we're suffering from the same thing. And um, right now, um, the Dallas game, so I, I, I don't want to get into the Minnesota game because that's what I'm thinking about right now. But yeah. the Dallas game is by far the worst game of the season. And yeah, by a long, David, by a long, by, by a long and guess who's missing? Oh, guess who's missing? Raheem Edwards. Yeah, like I think um, that's the that's we've we've said it a lot that he's been the acquisition of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, at this point, you're looking at him as as MVP because he's not there, and look at how awful your defense looks. Yeah, it, and, which was the know, point to, of to pride be, for this team. To be fair, here's I mean, you're not wrong, but to be fair to 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 Gasper and to you know maybe not. I don't want to say I don't want to hype up Raheem Edwards because he has been spot on and he's arguably with him and Mark Delgado is probably the two best players on this team currently. Oh, and Sega, probably the three best players right there on this team. And um, what I will say is that you have a guy in Gasper who got on the team a week prior. Um, is why, having why, you why know, start him? They, they why were, start they, him then? Because you have no other choice. Yeah. I right? So, I mean, you, you don't have Edwards. You don't have Leardom. You know, if, if, if you switch someone off to the left, right, who you put? You put someone like, what, Nick Depew, which I don't think is, would be smart. You would put in maybe Derek Williams, which I don't think would be as effective, which means that you would have to start Depew or Zavaleta or whoever, right? I mean, yeah, I think you, you well, really. Honestly, I think Depew has played left back, and you know that he's just going to sit and stay home. And that's where Dallas burned us is that they were pushing that high line and Chase Gasper got caught way up out of position and was slow to react to the the movement of the Dallas players. 
But what I was going to say is that, you know, the, the fact that you have blood in the water, right? You have a new guy who probably isn't quite, you know, integrated into yeah. the team yet. Um, hasn't really, you know, here's a guy who, yeah, he, he's not like lighting the league up on fire, right? He's just a, he's just there. He's a roster guy, right? He's a cheap roster guy that you need to fill in a spot when, you know, when something like this happens. So if I'm literally any other team and I'm literally any sort of competent coach, I'm going right after him until you prove to me that, oh, okay, maybe we should probably try another point of attack. I'm going right after you, right? Um, if you start, you know, some teenager for whatever reason, right? Um, maybe not through injuries, maybe just get, you know, this is your first start. I'm going I mean, right they, after they ended up putting Johnny Perez back there. Right, but I'm going right after them. I'm going right after I mean, If yeah. I'm the other coach, I'm going right after you because that – I have to assume is going to be your weak spot until you prove to me that I shouldn't be doing that. I'm going to continue doing that. And then guess what? It, it worked. And why wouldn't it work? Right. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Gasper wasn't, wasn't up to the, to, to the task. And again, I, obviously he's at fault, but I don't entirely blame him either because his, what, what, what happened with him doesn't explain what you said about the offense. Right. So, um, overall, this was a very poor performance from the Galaxy. It wasn't just like, hey, we lost because of Gasper. No, I mean, the Galaxy just looked god-awful. And this yeah. was the first time all season that I could personally say, you know, some might disagree with me, but this is the first time that I can personally say we got beat. We straight up got beat we lost this game the other losses i was able to say dude you should have won that game dude you yeah. shot yourself in the foot definitely should not have yeah, lost one, that game, one right bad mistake right right you know or you know or whatever least, or, or draw or, or at least a draw right right at least get a point you know, out of something but yeah this game this i mean game, it was you lost got, in 23 minutes yes 23 minutes and, and like and like i said at 2-0 i had called it i said that game right there because yeah. you can tell from that point like dude the galaxy are not scoring and they're not up for this game you can tell like they were just not there by the time the third goal dropped um and in the way in the manner that it dropped you knew that this yep. team was just completely just dude they're not here it's, whatever it's, it's whatever almost like happened, uh it's, it's almost like that mode in fifa where um uh, where it's like you get like the speed boost but like the other team is still at regular speed that yeah. was that was what the galaxy looked like. Yeah, it, it was it, it was very disappointing to to see. And I think you know, and and as I mentioned, Bobby was livid. He I mean, he kept continuously texted us, um, and just kind of <laughs> he was texting us, "I'm so angry." <laughs> right, like he 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 was he himself was surprised at how angry he was in this performance. And you know, a couple people said it. David, you're the one who said. I'm not sure if we were the first ones to to tweet it before others but i'm sure that they obviously um thought the same thing we're like this is 2017 yeah. performance this was a really really bad performance oh yeah um, i said uh i didn't realize that uh throwback night meant to uh, throw back to two oh no, no no i said i didn't realize that uh the 90s 2017 uh, was, in the 90s. was in the 90s yeah yeah um but yeah it, it was it was disappointing my my sentiment was that I hope that this was a one-time thing, right? Everyone has bad games. Everyone has that game that's just like, what the hell just happened, right? Um, and that's what I was hoping for, right? I'm hoping that 
this was a I don't want to say anomaly, but it was just like th- th- this is it won't happen again. Or at the very least, let's have this be a game that lights the fire up again with the mm-hmm. galaxy, right? Yeah. You know, hey, this that this was just happened. That should never happen again. That should never happen again, yeah. right? Um, so let's go ahead and make sure it doesn't happen. Let's go out and make sure that you know. We, we we tell people nope that that was we had an off day and yeah don't worry we're still going to be at the top of the standings and you still have to respect us and whatnot and, right and one of the things I think one of the things that I, I think I heard this on Corner of the Galaxy um uh Greg Vanny said you know that Douglas Costa is a player who is very observant in in uh, in the game and and is you know is a is very like um. Uh, uh, I guess observing is the word he used, and he said that uh, that this game after scoring that goal was the first time he had seen Costa um, stop being an, an, an observer and became a like a, a catalyst or a somebody who was was going to force the um, you know get involved in the game and 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 impose his will on it and it's. And I mean, honestly, um, that should be something that he should have come in um, doing. Yeah. But I guess, right. you know, it's 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 a different league. It's a different country. He's coming off of a, a bad run of form. Um, but your job as a coach is to motivate that player and to get him moving. Um, you know, you can say the same thing about Cabral. You can say the same thing about uh, a lot of Efrain Alvarez. Uh, the same thing about, you know, effort, uh, sorry, um, Julian Araujo right now. Um, it really does seem like there's a lot of waiting and seeing. Um, and that's bothersome. That the Galaxy in themselves are just like waiting for stuff to kind of pan out and go their way. Does that make sense? Um. Yeah. Like they're they're not actively but, looking to I mean, try and impose their will right. on the game, on the league, on anything. Um, I mean, I, I mean, they're just sort of like going out there. They're going through the motions. They're running the They're running the 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 you know not not the plays because it's not like you can't run plays in soccer, but um, there's too many variables. But uh, you can. I mean, but, you know, yeah, but there's a lot of variables to 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 consider. You know, so it's not like you know, oh, this person's going to do this. Whether you do that. Um, but it's a lot of, you know, like the way you build up, the way you do this stuff, you know, the way you do things, uh, and, and, and the, they're out there, they're running through the motions. There's no spontaneity in it. And, and it becomes very, very easy for teams to defend the galaxy. Um, I, I, I understand and i agree with it where where i will slightly go off is that you know maybe it wasn't a case of i was dominating and this is and i put the league on notice but i want to say that the first few games that they were definitely trying to do that and to some success right they they wanted to play possession uh based uh a possession-based game they wanted to be offensive and for a while that's what it was and their defense was 
and has been up until that Dallas game on on point, right? They had um, statistically um, one of the best defenses. I think going into the Dallas game, they had the best defense in the league and only allowing seven goals, along with Dallas, by the way. Dallas only also had only allowed seven goals. Um, and then the offense had taken a hit late, you know, in the last, uh, you know, few games. Uh, they're, you know, squeaking by the, you know, the minimal, you know, one goal game. But, you know, they were creating chances, um, especially early on in the season. But they seemed to, you know, hit a wall in this game. And um, and I'm, I'm speaking now based on what I saw against Minnesota, where it's like, hey, maybe they're regressing. Right. Uh, the Dallas game after that, you're hoping that, it's, again, it's just a one time thing. But after what I saw against Minnesota, it looks like, hey, mm, two may still be a coincidence. You know, it's a road game. I think it's going to be I think the next week with the way the, the schedule is. They're, they're, they're sputtering right now. They're they're like. They're like a they're like a, a a car that just can't turn over. That's, um, that's what it feels like. Except that we talked about that, right? We talked about this multiple times, including what, I don't even remember. It was 2018, 2019. That the galaxy are in this car. They're in a ditch. They're stuck. They just don't realize it. They're hitting the gas and not realizing that they're not going anywhere. And they're not realizing that they're making it worse. Yeah. And and, and, and you're yes. going and 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 fans are waiting for 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 somebody to to bring over something helpful and Chris Klein comes over and says, "Look, I brought an air freshener. Look, <laughs> I got a spoiler for the tr- for the back. Oh, look, a sunroof." It's like motherfucker, we're still in a ditch. Yeah, um, new paint job. And that's what it was, right? It's, that's yeah. probably the most accurate one. A new paint job, and you know, look at the rims. Um, they're spinning. Um, <laughs> spin. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I but but I had said this, you know, at the beginning of last season as well, right? I mean, when everyone was uh, or most were pumped up about Vanny, you know, they had reason to be, but. I couldn't be because what did I say? No one can be successful in this world. Right. Right. Um, it's it's it, it just cannot happen, right? I mean, no matter who you're signing, they cannot be successful, and you're seeing that right now. You're 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 genuinely seeing that right now in Costa. Although, to be fair, literally everyone except for the people who signed them saw that coming. Um, you know, Kevin Cabral is not successful. Um, a lot of these players who, you know, th- they have moments. Um, I think, like I said, right now it's Edwards and Goff tail off and fizzle out because they always do. Like a Julian Rajo, right? Julian Rajo, okay, his star is rising, and all of a sudden, you know, it's just. It's it's uh, no, it's not odd because it's 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 predictable, it's predictable. So you know, Just again, like, like deck. right. So I, I mean, I, I think like again, I'm I'm basing what I what I saw against Minnesota as well in that. Well, this is it. Like at some point, you're gonna go back to what you actually are supposed to be. And right now, it's like, well, okay, we got two games. I mean, obviously it's MLS long season, so slumps are going to happen no matter what. Slumps will happen, 
how do you get out of this? And again, being the galaxy, I don't have confidence. When shit hits the fan, I don't have the confidence in you anymore that you know what to do and that you're going to be able to get out of it. Um, I don't care who you put in charge. I don't care what type of personnel you have on right now. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, and I say this at every turn. I want to be proven wrong. I, I, I haven't been. I haven't been. I'm disappointed in that. Um, and I'll say it again. I, I hope yeah, they turn the things around. I hope they think. I, I really do hope that. Again, it's two games. And it's not time to panic. I'm not saying the season's over. Um, I haven't hit a point where, like, yeah, we're done, right? Uh, in the past three seasons, I've I've been able to pinpoint a game where I said they're they're the season is done. Um, in 2019 or 2020, it was literally game number two, and I get it. There's an asterisk, but I was right. Yeah. Um, what we saw was absolutely horrible. I was able to pinpoint it in 2017. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 2021, I was able to predict it. Um, like it's after this game, we're not making the playoffs. We're done. We're done. It, it's like we're, it's going to be a meteoric fall, and that's what happened. Um, I, I forgot what 2019. I forgot what game it was where I said I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. Um, so uh, uh, I think it was it was right, maybe right before Kinnear was you know rehired again. I said yeah. no, they're, they're not doing it. Um, but but no, I haven't hit that point yet. I'm not near that point. I still believe that this Galaxy is this Galaxy team is competitive. I, I still think they have the personnel, maybe not to win the MLS Cup, but they need to refine what they were doing prior to these two games right here because the defense was fine. The offense sputtered, and they needed to find that again quickly. I still believe that they can be competitive in any given match. Um, they just need to get past this mental block. Right now, and if it doesn't happen, you know, I might be calling the season sooner than I really want to. So, um, and I think this next week and a half is very telling. It's going to be very telling. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. Let, let's run through really quickly before we start getting into the, the the Minnesota game. Yeah. Quick, quick. Uh, I don't even know if you want to do this. Who was no, your? No, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you I, don't. I can tell you who the worst-rated player in the match was. It was Gasper. It was Chase Gasper. Um, That's it. You would be wrong. It was actually Jonathan Bond. Let's uh, play this game. Let's okay. play this game. I, I, I've never done know, this. The, the new game. The new game should be: Was Jonathan Bond the the worst-rated player? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do this. What was his rating? What was Bond's rating? What was Bond's rating? Probably like a 5.9. 3.8. Whoa, what the hell? 3.8. 3.8? Yeah. My that, that's God. A, I mean, I guess he gave up three goals, but Jesus. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess, you know, three goals, five shots on target. He was only able to save one of them. Yeah, it does look good. Uh, 3.8 was, you know, th- at that point, you got to say, yeah, he was the worst player when you rated 3.8. Yeah. Um, uh, the the highest rated player was, with a yellow card, was Douglas Costa, obviously, with the goal. Right, he had the goal. Um, so uh, he was at 8.0, which, I, you know, was, you know, pretty high. Um, Gasper was at a 6.0, obviously, the, the lowest of the defenders. Um Cabral playing 61 minutes was also a 6.0. 
Alvarez uh, only played one half. He was at a 5.9. And Ravellison, who also played too high, 16 too high minutes, for Alvarez. Too high for Alvarez. Uh, I, I, I made my decision, was it last week or two weeks ago? Alvarez is not good. He's lucky. Yeah. Um, he's not He's not anything. I'm not. And Cabral's yeah. a bust. And Cabral is a bust. So is Costa. Um, and Ravellison, 5.5. So, again, lower than Gasper. But, again, only 61 minutes played uh no no one was higher than 6.6 and that was chichov somehow i don't know how but mm-hmm. that was chicharito at 6.6 um aside from costa being at 8.0 um some stats in that game the galaxy held more possession i didn't really see that but it was 60 to 40 uh they actually outshot dallas 13 to 9 uh same shots on target both of them had five uh, only one big chance for the Galaxy. They ended up missing it. Um, and three big chances for Dallas. They missed one, so they scored two. Um, expected goals, 3.15 for Dallas, which is high and it's right on point. 1.58 for the Galaxy, and I thought that was a little high. Um, hmm. But 3-1 to one scoreline does reflect that the the uh the, the expected goals for the galaxy most of it came in the uh in the first half um and not the second um douglas costa's shot the one that went in five percent chance to go in 0.05 uh, expected goals for the goal that actually went in so yeah it was just a, a poor performance one to forget and so you said okay now you got minnesota which is not an easy game, but again, put in a random opponent, you should be competitive. Um, the Galaxy are uh, 1-1 draw. They got away with a point. Let me start here, Dave, because I think this is funny, because I know sometimes you go at me with stats. Uh-huh. I, thought this was, I, I thought this was really funny when I saw it, because I, I, I was checking it periodically, but by the second half, I had stopped. Or midway through the second half, I have stopped. Let me give you some stats here, and then we'll talk about them. Because I thought, I, I actually laughed when I saw this. Um, so 1-1 one, one draw. Who dominated this game, by the way? The Honest Galaxy. question. The Galaxy. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm not asking you statistically. I'm asking you what you saw who dominated this game. Okay, so... You're going to be justified in all this. Here's, it's okay. going to be ironic. Here's, here's it's going to be the, ironic. Here's the, but, but... here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Um, when people talk about dominating games, they usually mean possession. We have to look at the game a little, the, little differently. The, the, thing is, the thing is, too, that this game was not a dominant game by anyone. Both teams are bad. But Minnesota should have had, like, four or five goals. Okay, so so if, the if, chances in chances created and 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 expected goals, I would say that Minnesota should have dominate would be dominating this game, even though the Galaxy probably had the majority of the possession. Okay, so I don't consider possession dominating the game. Um, I'm I'm taking the Bobby approach here, and and we've heard Bobby say this many times, and I agree with him. There's no point of you having 80% possession when you don't take a shot, right? You're not dominating. You have the ball, but you're not dominating. You you haven't done anything with the ball. It's possession without any sort of danger, right? So, no, I don't think that dominating necessarily means I have the ball. It's what you do with the ball. 
which is what expected goals is, right? So, um, but just looking at what you saw, who deserved to win this game? Or no what's one. The, no one. No one. So, so, so you think a one-one draw is fair? No, this is the difficult part of all of this. Um, I don't think a 1-1 draw is fair. I think that no one deserved to win this game. No one won this game. It was it was a draw. I don't think a 1-1 draw is fair. I think a 0-0 probably would have been more... They would have told the story of the game a little bit more. Um... Jonathan Bond had an excellent night in front of goal, but at the same time, Minnesota missed some golden chances. Yeah. Um, okay. And okay, this this game deserved to be zero zero. Okay. That's that's sort of where I'm landing on this. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. So, let's run through some stats here. Fifty-seven to forty-three ball possession. So, I mean, if, if you're comparing this game with Dallas. Uh, Dallas uh, in the Dallas game, the Galaxy had more of the ball in that game. Fifty-seven of forty-three in this game, and no, like I said, just simply because you have the ball doesn't mean that you're dominating the game. I know that's what a lot of people see and will will say, but there's more to it than that. Um, total shots: seventeen shots for Minnesota. Eight of them were on target. So Jonathan Vaughn had a busy night. 12 shots for the Galaxy, only five behind, and they're the road team, so, you know, uh, four on target, uh, half of what Minnesota did. Big chances. Three for the Galaxy. They missed two of them. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and, that, and the one that they, you know, the one that they converted was a penalty. So, you know, and then two big chances for Minnesota. They missed both of those. Uh, their goal was apparently not from a big chance. Expected goals. 2.69 for Minnesota. And 2.43 for the Galaxy. Practically even. Statistically, maybe you're right. This was a draw. When I saw these stats, I laughed. Um... I even tweeted out, I said, look, we don't deserve to win this game. And we're kind of just being mm, not really bombarded, but we're definitely on the ropes. We're not in trouble, but we're on the ropes. Um, Minnesota, if they were a better side, if they were Dallas or Seattle or just anyone that can finish, yeah, this game would have been over. Much like what you saw last Saturday against Dallas. But it was Minnesota, and they couldn't shoot straight. So they kept the Galaxy in the game. And I said, this is what I said. Look, we don't deserve to win this game. And Minnesota has been pretty much the better side and should be up. But the Galaxy can steal this game. This is not a game where, like, yeah, the Galaxy have no chance of scoring. No, they, they very much did. And they can easily steal three points, undeservedly, but they would have and could have scored three points. Lo and behold, there's a penalty kick. And it's a legitimate 
Sounds like they were bailed out. It's a legitimate penalty kick. Chicharito yep. had a header. Yep. It was going toward goal. It hit defender's hand. It's a penalty kick. Yep. One hundred times out of a hundred. Yep. And you can't <sighs> cheat or. Say it should have been called immediately. It, it should. The fact that it went to VAR is crazy. It yeah. should have been called immediately. I think a majority of the people, including Joe Tutino, uh, Joe Tutino said that's a handball. Like it should yeah. have been whistled right there, right? Um, I saw it too. Yep, um, I saw it. And I was like, that's a handball, isn't it? Like, and then of course I saw Chicharito just scream for it. You know, he's like saying it's a handball. I'm like, okay, I saw what I saw. Joe Tutino saying it. Like they have to review this, right? And obviously they have to wait till the ball is dead. And if, you know, if you're the Galaxy at that point, you're just like, dude, you need to kick the ball out. You need to kick the ball out quick. You need to get up there right now, right? Um, you don't want to get in a situation where, hey, Minnesota scores, and then, <laughs> you know, just in case something, you know, happens because you're the Galaxy and something like that would happen. Um, but you need to kick the ball out. Like, dude, you need to get this reviewed right now. It seemed pretty clear and obvious. Yeah. And it was. So in that sense, it's not like we were bailed out. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if that ball is going in, but it's certainly going toward goal. It's certainly going to be a goal, whether it was saved or not. Yeah, obviously, was, that, there's look that 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 was going to get saved. Right. <laughs> I mean, was, it could have. We, we don't not know. Going in. <laughs> right. It probably wasn't going to go in. We honestly don't know. We don't know exactly where that ball was going because it was it the the the, the hand hit the ball immediately. Chances are, it probably is saved. Well, we honestly don't know that. So it would have been another shot on goal. Chicharito would have, you know, I think it was a good header or. It looked like it was going to be a good header, or at least making the keeper work. But whatever, it's a penalty. Sasha buries it. You're up one nil. Minnesota comes back. What seems like almost instantly. I think it was like five minutes after they score one one. You say it's fair. Um, I like the logic that you're using. I, I think the Galaxy stole a point. To be honest, I, I think yeah. that that yeah. I, I think Minnesota probably should have got the victory um if they didn't i like your logic if maybe a 1-1 come from behind victory doesn't tell the story i think 0-0 and the fact that minnesota lost so many chances allowed the galaxy to get the point with no with really no merit right so i like that logic um the dominant factor when i was looking at the stats i'm like these are even these are even and i i promise that a majority of the listeners We'll probably scoff the stats and say, you know, we deserve to lose this game. Um, and I thought maybe you were thinking the same thing. I go, wow, how would I, how would I even argue this? Because I, I can't justify the scoreline, obviously, and I can't justify the performance. Um, but what I was saying is, well, would you agree that, and again, do, not dominating, but maybe better team, not saying much, but would you agree that the Galaxy were the better team? The first thirty minutes of the game, they weren't no. dominant. No, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't say. I no. thought that the galaxy. I thought they were. I thought that we were. Fu- I thought they were futile the entire game because, okay, from what I saw, the first thirty minutes of the game, the galaxy weren't really rushing into any attacks. They were. They were building. Right. They were building. They were going back and forth. They were going a lot of left to right. No up and down. Um, that first thirty minutes of the game, in the in, in the the the, and I know the question is the first thirty minutes of the game. I feel like it was again possession without intent. Um, because who did you have? You had you had 
fucking Cabral. You had uh, Costa. You had Chicha on his in his Bermuda Triangle, and the biggest disappointment of the night for me, in the, at least for that first thirty minutes, was Grand Seer. Um, I really had hopes that Grand Seer got the start and he was going to be able to to sort of turn on, you know, create something. Um, he was off. He was very not prepared. Um, there was there was many chances that went, or there were many buildups that went in toward Grand Seer, and then they just petered out because of a miscommunication, a mistimed run, uh, one too many touches, and that was the case for Grand Seer all night, in that he took too many touches. Even on the, the, the chance that Araujo missed, that was too many touches. He, he, he laid out, he ended up giving a, a, a good cross, but he could have done that one time and might have gotten a more dangerous chance or a better opportunity. Um, um, I just, I just think that that Grand Seer isn't, he hasn't really yeah. hit his stride yet. And we know that Grand Seer, it takes time for him to kind of ramp up and, and, and do well in the game. In, I, in thought, the season. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think that he was a good spark off the bench and, you know, coming off the bench and starting, those are two different. Cause he's a workhorse. Right? Cause he's a work guy. He's a workman guy, but right. like, he's not the guy, unfortunately in, in this experiment that we've, uh, that we, that we worked out because as you pointed out, this is the first time that, um, those, that, that combination was starting, right? Right, it's the first time you saw Grant Cabral and Costa all starting at the same time. Yeah. So maybe there was a chemistry issue there. It, yeah, but I think it's more a chemistry issue on the on on Grand Seer just not getting not being informed. I think that Grand Seer, uh, you know, he has a long ramp up process, and once he gets he hits that stride, I think that he can be a difference maker and and everything. But I just didn't see it in in, in I mean, this game. I, I, I feel I, like he was just off a little bit. I see what you're saying, and and again, I, it makes sense, and I like the logic. For me, I think it was mental, right? I, I still think it's a different mentality from being a starter to coming off the bench. Um, you kind of have to know your place. We all have clamored that Grand Seer should probably start, that Cabral should be the one. Well, not probably not even coming on, period. He should be, at the very least, not uh, not starting, but he wouldn't be a spark off the bench either. Um I, I guess it's no different than in baseball. Like a starting pitcher can't be a closer. A closer can't be a starter. There, there's two. They are two very different things, and it's easy, right? You pitch, get three outs, same thing. But no, it, it's a mentality thing. It's one thing to say I'm closing the game off. It's another thing I'm the starting pitcher. I'm responsible for what happens with the game, and another thing where I'm responsible for finishing it off. Um, it's two different mindsets. So I I kind of feel that this is the same thing. You should still be ready. But I still feel it's different from, hey, I'm a starter. There's this role when I'm coming off the bench. I have a different role, or at least the mindset of I'm the spark, or I'm a. Re there's a reason. There's a, a a tactical reason why I'm coming in now at this time, um, where you would think um, that that would be the case. So I think maybe that had a little something to do with it. Um, I do agree that you know he underperformed. Um, I felt that the Galaxy in the first 30 minutes, no, they didn't dominate. They were, I, I thought they were the better side. I didn't think they were dominating. Um, and what I felt, why I felt that way is because I, Minnesota at that point really 
also could not get the offense going. The Galaxy really couldn't get the offense going. Um, but I, you know, they control the ball more, and I thought they control the tempo, of, the tempo of play. I think that at the time, Minnesota was pretty much going into the Galaxy's game, and it helped them. But at the same time, their offense is impotent, where they really couldn't do much of anything. So in that sense, I felt the Galaxy were the better side. So thirty minutes, I thought the Galaxy were the better side. Mm-hmm. Now the final fifteen of the first half different story that is when minnesota basically had us on the ropes and i thought we were yeah. in trouble I'm like we're getting yeah. scored on and for sure at the end so, of the first half i i you know i could see that yeah. happening yeah so i was like wow like when we went into their into halftime zero zero i i considered us lucky and so at, at the at the time the expected goals for the teams 1.85 for minnesota at halftime and 0.1 for the galaxy the galaxy had two shots in the first half both of them from outside the box uh one of them was on target one of them was saved i think it was who took the shot was it costa or revelison someone took the shot they had a they had to make the they had to make a save and bobby was like oh my god it was costa it was, it was costa, costa. Right? okay yeah. and so um so that was it that uh again low percentage shot uh not in the box they couldn't get anything in the box any chance created uh, i think there was one play where edwards kind of broke down the defense got through crossed it and then chicha just kind of whiffed it uh difficult yeah. ball but you know it was like that whiff where it's like oh you really thought that something was going to happen there but nothing happens because literally no chance was created it was like a half a chance no shot was 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 taken no no danger right per se so Second half starts and kind of more of the same thing. Minnesota is the one that is the aggressor. You know, we talked about it. Jonathan Bond had a busy night, had to make a lot of saves. Uh, Araujo had a save at the goal line before Bond had to make a, uh, a save right after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, know, big, big performance from Bond. Right. Of course. And yeah. You know, he's, but he's a low traded player. He had a, a 3.2. Yeah. Yeah. 3.2 <laughs> in this game. Um, you know, player of the game by far, you ask any galaxy fan, they'll tell you the same thing. He's gonna be the player of the game. And, um, you, this is where I felt like, yeah, okay. You know, Minnesota is not taking advantage of this. The galaxy can technically still win this game. They're not being dominated to the point where like, yeah, they're being, I mean, it was it, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it was. Minnesota was not taking advantage of this. Yeah, and this wasn't a doubt. This wasn't a case of Dallas. This wasn't a case of like you can still come back. That you know, even if you're down, there's still some sort of life. No, like the Galaxy had life in this game. You know, you just need a moment, and they got that moment right. Um, they just couldn't hold on. But again, it's justified. Like I don't think the Galaxy would have deserved to win this game. It would have been embarrassing. Uh, had the Galaxy won in that manner. And, of course, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You got three points, and, you know, the top two teams are about to, you know, do damage to each other. So you yeah. take it for what it is, uh, and then, you know, you rant, and then you rant about it, you know, on the pod like we do. But <laughs> but uh, is going this, back oh, to the point. Oh, yeah, going, speaking of which, uh, Austin is still beating LAFC. Uh, yeah, they are, yeah, they are still. Oh, it's 2-0. <laughs> yep. 
two zero. I was gonna say they they are still currently being LAFC. Yeah. So and uh, Portland um, is three uh, two. Yeah. Uh, so I'm current. I told you that was gonna be a barn burner, didn't I? Yeah. Um. And oh, by the way, Vancouver I need, beat I need, Dallas. I really need draws in these both of these two. <laughs> Vancouver beat Dallas. Oh, I see that. Me. Yeah, I, I I saw that. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that actually got damaged to me that one too because I had to draw. Ah, oh, dang it! Ninety-second minute winner on a penalty. Ah, oh, I had that draw. <laughs> oh, that sucks so much. Oh, this is gonna be a really bad week for me. <clears throat> I might break a record. I just lost my double down with LAFC, and I am just happy as a bug. Anyway, um, so Minnesota. This is what I'm saying. I, I don't think the Galaxy deserve to to even get a point here. I think. You know, I like your logic, but I still think Minnesota probably deserved the three points. Um, they just couldn't finish, in which case, yeah, maybe they don't deserve it. But why is the ex- expected goals so similar? Well, in the last 15 minutes of the second half, the Galaxy decided to let's play some offense. Yeah. And in that final 10, 10 15 minutes, we're, we're talking 10 minutes plus the five minutes uh, of injury time. And the Galaxy were on the front foot, and they started creating chances. And they get, they're they getting close, and they're getting closer, and wow, will they be able to steal this back, right? So in that sense, it's like, okay, we get it. We're Galaxy fans, and we're seeing what we want to see. There is a bias there, and, you know, we're seeing, you know, is the Galaxy bad or is the Minnesota good, right? So we have that that bias in our mind as we're watching this game. We try to be as neutral as possible, but, you know, there's still going to be some sort of bias there. And so the way we look at games and the way that we should be looking at games is maybe this was more even than we thought, right? Because Minnesota only had those 15 minutes in the first half and the Galaxy only had that 15 minutes in the second half. Isn't that even? Isn't that exact, you know, even as as what it should have been? So going back to what you're saying... You're right. Maybe nobody should be winning this game. Maybe one point for each was not because they were both good, but because they were both equally bad and no one really deserved to win. So by default, both get a yeah, point. But I, statistically, I, I but statistically, it still evens out. It's it's still a draw. <clears throat> right. And this is where, you know, I thought maybe you would go at me. We're like, yeah, this is where the stats really don't tell a story and in for for what it's worth yeah maybe it doesn't tell i mean i still story. i still don't think that it did tell the yeah story. it doesn't I think that it, I, doesn't. it doesn't i i think if you look at this on paper and you go oh statistically they even up yeah draw made sense but when you look at when you watch the game and you look at the the lack of offense that the galaxy created for 75 percent of this game and right the, and the the chances that minnesota did not capitalize on you look at it and you go, well, shit, Minnesota should have won this game. But then you look at, but then on the on the score sheet, you look and it's like, oh, Galaxy actually got a goal early off of penalty, a deserved penalty, and let that slip away almost immediately. Um, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe they deserve you know, to I lose. Mean, I, I think ultimately, when you when you look at it in the in the you know pull out you know zoom out a little bit. Um, they get a point on the road, which is good. Um, mm. it, it, there's a lot of things that we have been seeing in terms of like patterns of, of, of things to worry about. And they haven't seemed to be getting better. They seem to be getting more pronounced. 
that's a big problem. Um, but you know, that's, that is what it is. Um, next up we have Houston. Are we going to play the, oh wait, are we going to play the game first? Yeah. Who was the highest rated player in uh, Minnesota again? Jonathan Bond. Um, well, obviously I didn't say who player of the game was because that's mm. player of the game and it's 100%. Uh, highest rated. Who's the highest rated? I mean, I, I guess you could still go with Jonathan, but I'm just saying that. I, if, I mean, by default, if I you're looking at, saying, yeah, if you're looking at who's on the field, I, mm. I mean, it seems like it should be like Mark Delgado. Um, yeah, Mark Delgado, 8.0. Mark Delgado, yeah, it was Mark Delgado. I'm, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not even gonna, I'm oh, well, before you, before you say the player rating, I'm not even going to try and start talking about Kevin Cabral and the utility that is Kevin <laughs> Cabral and the fact that you have to pull him around the 60th minute pretty consistently now. It's, what, mm-hmm. three games in a row? More um, than that. Why do you continue to start Kevin Cabral? You know what? You know what? Kevin Cabral gives you uh, – he stretches the defense. He gives you – an outlet he gives you he's not even doing that anymore so why is this guy continually on the field okay that's it i'm done go ahead and we, give us your mark delgado okay well we have yeah. i have an answer to that question because somebody asked that question and we're, we're gonna get yeah. to that yeah we'll get to the it. show uh, well actually we'll get to that before we start talking about uh the u.s open cup but okay um so mark delgado 8.0 who's the second highest player Kevin Cabral, <laughs> Chicha, <laughs> Chicha. Um, I think uh, it's Julian Araujo, um, oh. right behind Delgado at seven point nine. Araujo, okay. by the way, missed the open header. Um, For sure. Uh, Edwards, third highest rated player at seven point yeah. eight. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think that is in part because he had to um, he had to leave the game early. Um, due to uh, what was it like a cramping or or, or something? Yeah. You know, he's well, but but he but it it just goes to show that that 75th. dude, yeah, that dude. You you've seen that he's he's really really important piece in our yeah. in our backline. No, he is, he is. Um, we had Nick Depew today instead of Sega Koulibaly, and was, I thought that uh, Depew was oh, I thought that Depew was fine. He wasn't good. He wasn't. Sega cool volley this season level, but <laughs> I thought that Depew was fine. But uh, where it was really apparent was when Edwards had to come out and Gasper came in. Obviously, um, there was a big, big right drop, there. big drop yeah, off, big drop off. Big, yeah, huge. I mean, and that's to be expected, um, especially with the way that. So when Edwards you when, so when you're looking, so when you're you're praising players and who's you know who's having a great season and everything. You look at the guy who gets replaced by a you know a guy from the bench like Sega Kubali for uh, or Nick DePue for Sega Kubali and you go yeah you know the, it was about the same but then you look at the drop off between Edwards and Gasper it's ma- it's massive it's yeah it's massive you fell off a cliff yeah it's it's, you, you it's know, really really you, huge you're not dead you're not dead but you're severely injured when yeah. you've fallen off that cliff right that's how, that's right how big of that 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 gap is. Yeah, so worst rated player is obviously Kevin Cabral. Um, 
going through the 70, 70 minutes and look. I mean, goddamn, the guy was yeah, useless. He's stuck, yeah, he he is useless. Has been useless. worse, worse than than not. You know, just being down a man. I feel. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, LAC scored two to one. We're going down to the wire in that game. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I have a draw, so you have a draw, so you, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you yeah. have more chance than I do, which is good because I don't want to win this. I, I really need Portland to score. Uh, I don't. I need to, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, um, so did I get? Yeah, I'm sorry. I already talked about the stats. So, um, I think we're done with the Minnesota game. I, I, we have. A hell of a schedule coming up, um, and because so not only did was this a midweek game, we were on short rest, right? We're on Saturday, Wednesday. We have another game on Sunday against Houston. That's a home game, um, so that's you know three games in essentially nine, ten days, and then a couple of days later, um, you play the U.S. Open Cup, right? Or is that the following week? It's a, it's next. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it's first, the following, first right. you have Houston. First, you have Houston, and then the Wednesday after, you play U.S. the El Tráfico U.S. Open Cup. Okay, so um, obviously you guys are not living under a rock. So <laughs> the the Galaxy drew LAFC at home for the round of 16 uh, in the U.S. Open Cup, and now all of a sudden um, things get serious. Yeah. Right. Well, the Galaxy, I, I think that the, the Galaxy was taking the U.S. Open Cup seriously, and and we didn't talk about that game. We didn't talk about that game at all. The game against Cal United FC. I mean, wow! Talk about yeah. playing down to your opponents. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, some of the kids from Cal United FC, if they would have gotten subbed into this Minnesota game, would have generated more chances than Kevin Cabral. I would have to 100% agree with that. I I'm not really sure how I can like argue sign that. sign Marcus Lee as a DP replacement for Kevin Cabral. Right, and you would probably still be. It would probably still He's be 16. a better signing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, still be a better signing. It, it, that that under 22 initiative thingy. Yeah, it would still work with him. Um, yeah. So th- there's. Sure, I I think that the Galaxy are taking it seriously, and for what it's worth, no, you don't need to put your starters ag- or you shouldn't be putting your starters against a team like that. Your B team should still be able yeah, to run over, run over right. the team. Yeah, but ultimately, you know, they got through the game with two penalty but it, kicks. But it, but it, but it goes back to what I'm saying. This may not be a one-time thing. This may not be a coincidence. Yeah. Now, right? The Galaxy may be reverting back to, hey, we suck again, right? Hey, um, yeah, they may yeah, not recover from this. Before and before we move on from from this game and and from the Minnesota game. Um, I know a lot of people have been calling for Jovalik, and I think we're going to get to this in the questions. But um, Jovalik came in in this in this game uh, against Minnesota. Not much changed. Not um, much changed. He, and he also, was on. He was he in a, also the Bermuda Triangle. And no, miss, and, he, and yeah, he. I think he, he missed he did, two chances. He missed one chance, and it was it was two. wide. Yeah, um, and like, and it was a golden chance. I mean, that's yeah. the game winner right there. Yeah, and um, uh, and in this Cal United game. He started and, um, you know, he scored the – he obviously scored the two penalties. But, I mean, this is a guy who really should have, you know, had his Run way over, with, that, right. with that defense. Cal United, I mean, you know, granted, it's – it's they, they defended it. They defended well. They did a good job of, you know, just blocking everything and, and knowing 
uh, that the galaxy weren't going to generate much. But yeah, it's it's um, it's it's you know it's it's a problem. But you know now we face LAFC in the Open Cup, and all bets are off. Yeah, everything goes it, out the window. This might be the game that turns everything around, or just you know sends everything into flames. So this is where Greg, you you ask Greg Vanny. Where do you put emphasis on? Because you always have to rotate yeah, players, you, you, right? You put, you put it on, on Open Cup. Because you put it on Open Cup. It's an elimination game. It's against your rivals. It's bragging rights. It's an opportunity to shift the momentum of the season. I agree with you. I think that you, you probably you put, have to sacrifice. Yeah, you, you, you put the emphasis on the yeah. Open Cup. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you here. It's rare for me to say that, but this is a special circumstance where, yes, I think your main focus is the fact that your rival is the opponent. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it is at home and you, that they you have, have an opportunity yet... to avenge that playoff. Damn. Um, not that really. Portland San Jose, I mean, that Portland San Jose game ended uh, in uh, San Jose win 3 2. Right, Damn so it. I hit, my, I hit my win there. Um, but I. It, it, it's again, it's rare for me to say you, you you put emphasis on the U.S. Open Cup unless it's the final. But you know the the, the circumstances here are obviously. I mean, to LAFC is this is the final. This is uh, well, this, this, this is, is, is your mul- this is your mulligan because you already lost the final. You're getting a a second chance at it. Um, this is your mulligan if you're LAFC. You know that they're gonna come bring and bring their starters, as I imagine that Greg Vanny would. I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like one of those things where it's like yeah. Um, and at that point, you're like, hey, you know what? You're going into, uh, was it uh, quarters? What Once yeah. that happens, right? Yep. And so, um, and if whoever wins this game, you get the other California team. So it's either going to be San Jose or Sacramento Republic. Those are the other two teams. So you have a really good chance of getting to the semis where you start going into that other, you know, playing other regions, which is, um, which sucks. I think it should just be random no matter where. But, um, no, you no, still have I to think, regionalize it. Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's just nah. Mm. Anyway, um, I mean, so, Bruce Arena would strongly disagree. I good for him. <laughs> um, but no, so I agree with you. I, I think you have to put yeah, emphasis in this game. Carolina Railhawks midweek, right? Um, I mean, I understand that part, but as far as like the not the sanctity of the tournament, but I mean, just I just don't like it when it's regionalized like that. If it's U.S. Open Cup, dude, like make it random. If, I would love to see them play, you know, someone else, not of, you know, the West Coast, where you're, you know, that's what you're mostly seeing anyway. So, anyway, uh, different conversation. Um, but no, if you win this game, yeah, I think maybe that does turn momentum, right? I think that yeah. does that that does boost your confidence. That does boost your morale. Um, and yeah, I think you sacrifice, you know, which game do you sacrifice? Is it the Houston game or is it the Austin game? Both of them are at home. That's the thing the, 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 the good news for the galaxy is that there is literally no travel in any one of those games. This was your only travel day against Minnesota. You're going to come back, you get Houston at home, you get LAFC at home and you're going to get Austin at home. So that's a plus for the galaxy. Um, but which one do you Probably sacrifice? Like best case scenario. Um, you obviously, obviously like you know, I think the Houston game, it's it's unfortunate. Like I think the 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 blessing is that they got the 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 point on the road. I think if they would have gone, um, win at home 
point on the road, that would have been ultimately like, okay, fuck the Houston game. Um, you know what? The thing is, I, I still think, um, I still think it's the Houston game, and I'll, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, no, it's not the Houston game. It's the Austin game. Um, I think you need to win against Houston. I think Austin might be like the more, you know, the 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 team where like, nope, we need to beat this team because they're right now currently in first place. I believe that score just went final. Nope, they're still going. They're in injury time. They're in ninety plus seven. Yeah, they're in 97, 98. So yeah, they're play till LSD scores apparently. <laughs> um, but um, I, I, the reason I say it is if if you were to win the U.S. Open Cup game and you're on cloud nine, and you know psychologically you probably think that you just won some sort of trophy which you didn't. I think that hangover spills over onto Austin, in which case you're probably gonna drop points. So if that's the case. Get the points against Houston, and if you decide to just have the hangover against Austin, make sure it doesn't happen both ways. The other part of you know, the other way you can look at it is, what if you overlook? Yeah, Houston but you can't. Because, uh, well, so, what if you, what if you um, don't overlook Houston? You go all out, you tire yourself out, you lose in the Open Cup, and then you because right. of the lay, the 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 fatigue, you yeah. also lose against Austin. Right, so there's always that, or you know, maybe it's just sacrifice both the MLS Cup regular season games because you still have time to make it up, and so I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So um, the only other thing we have was questions, and one more thing that I actually did want to talk about the the uh, the salaries, the numbers are out. Um, David, I'm sure you uh, saw that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, you were very put off by the acquisition of Eric Zabaleta. Um, now looking at what his salary is, do you still feel the same way? Well, he's been worthless, right? He's, I mean, he played in, uh, he played in that, it, I, I mean, I thought he's been, he was serviceable in, the only game that he wasn't good in was the U.S. Open Cup against Cal United. The other game that he played in, I thought he was fine. So, so no, I'm not worthless. Ask, I think I, I think going in at league minimum ish, you know, at eighty five thousand, I don't think that that's a bad acquisition. If he would have been using Gam or Tam, I probably would have said, like, yeah, that's not a great um, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's not a great acquisition there. But seeing that he's only at like eighty five thousand, like that's fine. I mean, like. I think that was the argument, right? Like that he was going to make somewhat cheap, you know, minimum money. And that was a, the point of that being like a good acquisition. And I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I want a quality player. Why in the world would you not want to improve your roster? Uh, that was always mine. And we didn't. Not that it wouldn't matter because when you look at the players that we have and the money that we're spending and how we're doing, um, it still doesn't really add up, right? Like you look at like some of these players, like you know, Efrain Alvarez is making more than Arajo. That's oh, that's a shame. <laughs> that's damn shame, right? Um, the fact that Cabral is a DP, I don't care if he's making just above, like you know, it's like one point yeah, it's one point six. I, at some point, you had said that, that was six million dollars. I don't know where you got that number from. So, so the six million is, uh, I'm assuming if it's 1.6, I, I think it's going to be like a, a total of the, like the four or five years with the, um, that, um, cause, cause it was like yeah. a six million. I think that was including the transfer fee at the end of, 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that that's the number that that I was getting there. But either way, the fact that you that that you you paid that much money for Cabral, that um is absurd. I don't care like if it's spread out through five years. The fact that you did it in yeah. again that you signed this guy for five years, it's like how, how do how do the people in charge still have a, a job? But you know that question went out the door <laughs> after the after the first season and contract extension. Um, right. The Galaxy spent the sec have the second highest payroll in all of MLS, only behind Atlanta, which makes sense and doesn't make sense. Um, they were Atlanta is literally just under twenty one million. We're talking like literally. $730 away from $21 million. So we'll say $21 million. The Galaxy are at $20.5 million. Miami behind them at 18.8. New England right behind them at 18.1. Chicago at 17.6. Right now, with the exception of the Galaxy, none of these are playoff teams, which is super ironic. Um, then you start getting into it. Then you have Seattle, New York. Uh, Dallas all of a sudden started spending money and now they're in the top 10. Um, LAFC, I thought this was a surprise. They're at number 11, only playing 14 million. Um, I know they got rid of like, you know, a lot of their players, so that opened up. Um, um, I don't think they spent well. a lot of money, to be honest with you. No, they splurged. They, they, they haven't been at the top spenders list, I think, in their existence. Um, the Galaxy spend. $12.4 million on, on three players on forwards. Yeah. yeah. So $12 million. The next highest is Atlanta at nine and a half. So about $3 million more, which is, you know, may not be a lot for say literally any other sport, but for MLS, $3 million, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot and the fact that this offense is that impotent <laughs> and you are spending three million dollars more than any other team you still can't score a goal it's absolutely ridiculous and again this goes back to my argument there is literally no point of having an infinite amount of resources if you're not using it correctly there it is it's just it's, it's just more proof right, right like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense like, I don't care. Give me someone that will invest maybe less money, but will genuinely try to win something. Yeah, competent. So, um, yeah, th there we are. But, you know, again, hey, just go back and plug in an episode in the last six seasons, plug it into this one, and guess what? It fits. Let's get into some listener questions before we uh, get out of here. So the first question belongs to MERS. Yeah, Mers. Mers asked us a question. He has a, a couple of them. Shouts to uh, Mers. Yeah, shouts to Mers. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Um, you want to know why Raheem was taken out? That was like a, a cramp issue. He was having calf, uh, that, that calf yeah. injury, which he's, kept him out of the last game. Injury. Yeah, so he got <clears> taken out. Plus, I, and honestly, um, I, I know we talked about how like that was a huge drop off between when Raheem came out and when um, Gasper came in. It's a huge drop off, but if that saves it, that means that we save Raheem for later, then, you know, I'm okay with it. I, you know, cause that, that guy needs to be on the field. Um, 
and obviously he was on the field even though he was not 100%. Um, I'd still rather have him out there than have him get a you know a, a more severe injury and then be right. out for for time. Yes, well, agreed 100%. Uh, so you got a couple other questions. Why not start Jovalich? Well, we kind of said something that where like you put Jovalich in the last couple games and nothing really changed. Um, do I agree that he needs to start over Cabral? Yeah, he probably deserves that. Um, he would probably look more dangerous. Um, he'll probably create a couple more chances. Uh, whether or not that actually you know manifests into better offense, well, it hasn't really happened when he has gone in. And people will always say, "Oh, look at the Nashville game." Like, right? That was like that one shot he took, and he hasn't done anything since. And penalty kicks, well, you know, they're penalty kicks. Yeah. They're not really creating <clears throat> chances. So. Um, will it change anything? Well, we really don't know because he hasn't actually started next to Chicharito, and I think that's what it is. I think that steps away from the system that Greg Vanny wants to play, right? You can't you can't start Jovalich with with Chicharito without sacrificing play on the wing, right? You have to you have to do some sort of different formation in order for you to do something like that, and it goes against what Greg Vanny is doing. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, he says, "Am I? F- this is a fun one. Am I foolishly optimistic for thinking we're not too bad off? Once we figure it out, we won't be in the basement, and we'll hopefully be hitting our stride right in time for the postseason." Okay, so he, he, here's the thing with that: Are you foolishly optimistic for thinking we're not too bad off? No, you're not, because just a couple weeks ago I had said, "Hey, you know what? The Galaxy can compete with anybody. They're not being run off the field. They're not." world beaters and they're probably not winning MLS Cup, but they'll be competitive enough to, hey, we might have an outside chance, right? So this is where I start, this is where the asterisk comes in, Mers. Once we figure it out, the fact that you put that sentence in there, yeah, because we've been saying that for, what, five seasons? That once we figure it out, once we have all our players, once we're healthy, once, you know, when the, once the planets align, it never happens, right? Whatever you figured out, you probably already did. You may have hit your peak. I think that you kind of figured it out. I just think you tailed off. I think you did figure it out this season. You started off fine. I think you had it last season. You tailed off. So that sentence to me is like, ooh, probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, I think. Well, I, you know, to be fair, I think that I think yes, if there is a figuring out to do, I think that. If they do figure it out, then yeah, we could be, um, you know, upper level, like mid mid table um, playoff. You know, we're not going to be dominant. We're not going to be stepping on on any teams next, which is what we want to see right. from from a team like that is that is our our uh, you know our ultimate like uh, high mark high watermark right is. When the when the galaxy goes and plays against a team that they should be, they don't win one zero, they don't win two zero, they trounce that team. They're winning four zero, five zero. If they win two zero, it's absolute domination. Right. They should they, have won. They four do zero, not but step they didn't score. On, yeah. Right. They do not step on players on on teams next when it comes to to they they never have. It's been a very long time. Even in the even in the best 2011, 2012 years, they didn't do that because Bruce didn't sort of push that. They were, you know, he, it was all about you know sort of very pragmatic one zero two zero wins. Um, but 
you know, I, the thing that that makes me wonder what there is to figure out is something that fans have already figured out. <laughs> Cabral should not be on that field. No, no, we no, have no. a number. We have no, a no, number no, no. of on. players. We have a number of players that I think can, if they turn it on, if they find an extra gear, I, I, they I can see. be significant contributors. Cabral is not one of those players. So, so I see why you're saying that, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it back a little bit. The fans have figured it out, and they figured it out long ago. It's not Cabral. In fact, it's nobody. That steps foot on the field. Sure. Of okay. Course. So there it is. So again, nobody can be successful right now. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. You can bring in Pep Guardiola. You right. can bring in Klopp right now. Yeah. They're not going to be successful. If Chris Klein fail. is the one making those shots and Johan Karaski is the one getting yeah. those players they're not, and making yeah, those shots, they're, they're not, not going to be successful. They're not going to be successful. Absolutely not. So there's that. Okay. So, and then question that, that I'll dissect. We won't be in the basement and we'll hopefully be hitting our stride right in time for the postseason. Well, we're not in the basement right now. We're in fourth place. Um, and again, it's been two games, um, three if you want to count the U.S. Open Cup game, but two games where you have not looked particularly good. The other games, you've looked well enough to, again, be competitive. You may not be dominating, but you're not getting run off the field either. You're in fourth place. You're three points behind First, which is currently 23 points, Austin and LAFC. Technically, right now, LAFC, I'm sorry, Austin holds the tiebreaker, both from goal scored and goal differential after their win today um, at the Stank. So they're not that far off. And I get it. You know, it's May, so there's a long way to go. So um, hitting the stride, well, the thing is, is that same thing happened last season, but a little later, right? You were near the top of the standings. And then 4th of July comes in and everything goes down. And you were literally above the playoff line for the entirety of 2021, with the mm -hmm. exception of the final 15 minutes, which is when, you know, when it counted. So um, we're not at the basement. We just have to make sure that we're not headed toward the basement. Yeah. That's where the problem is. So thank you a lot, Merza. We appreciate that. That's actually quite an honor. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one. This isn't a question, but we'll go ahead and dissect this as well because, David, you were just talking about it. Uncle Dishwasher. Love that name as well. Best name. Best Would name. love. Sorry, yeah. Merza. Uncle Dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dishwasher. Would love to see it. I'm, I'm starting to genuinely believe, though, that Cabral is continuing to start because someone won't budge on it. Front office, Vanny, I don't know who, but someone. I think we're stuck with him as a starter the rest of the year, no matter how bad it gets. Well, yeah. you are 100% correct. Yeah, I touched on it. The, 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 the excuse at one point was he was stretching the field. He was doing things that other players just don't do. The, nobody else on the roster does in that they gave him an outlet. They, they moved the, they were able to um, make defenders chase, but MLS has figured that out. It's, it's, I mean, if Matt Doyle is tweeting, about how bad Cabral is. Um, by the way, the Minnesota broadcast uh, mentioned that Minnesota had put in a bid for Kevin Cabral, and the Galaxy went and outbid them. So good for you. Good for you. <laughs> um, I personally think that, look, this is Greg Vanny's guy, right? He can't give up on him. 
even if you wanted to, you're it's a DP guy. You're paying him it's, a lot of money. That's and it's not even it, it's not even like dude. It, okay, look, okay, like look, if look, this look, is hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me tell you a little bit. Of a, I'll try to make this a very quick story. Okay. Um, it at at work in my regular job, we're trying to move off of um, physical on-prem um, infrastructure. We're trying to move everything cloud-based, right? So we make, you know, we we we're given we're given options. Say, okay, here's here's the three options that you have, and we figure out. Oh, uh, number one isn't going to work. Number two isn't going to work. I guess this is the 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 only option that we have because this is the closest to what we can scope at 100%. It actually only works for us 85%. Um, so we go down we go down a path, and we're driving down this path, and then we go, and then somebody comes over and says, "Oh, we have this other option." And I go, "Wait a minute, what's that option?" Um, and we start exploring. And I said, "Actually, that option makes a lot more sense for." our situation and what we actually want. But then somebody comes in and says, well, we've already started all these conversations with this other option and they're just waiting on us to give the go ahead so we can write them a check and go. So can we make this option work? And I'm like, no, we can make it work for 85% of the the, the stuff that we need. But this other option gives us 100% of the, the, the stuff that we need. Can we look at that other option? Uh, you should have said something earlier. I'm like, bro, it wasn't an option before. Why are you giving me, why are you pushing back on me? I'm telling you that doesn't work for us hundred percent. This other thing will work for us hundred percent. Well, we can't go down that road. Why not? Because we've already made, uh, we've already made promises and we're going to look stupid. I'm like, well, because you're stupid. You're stupid for for going down that road too far before we explored every option. That is a situation with Cabral. It is. And like there's there's different fronts there. Either when you signed him, either, you know, when you started him or how deep you want to go before yeah. you, you finally put him on the bench the for free. You the can put him is, on the bench for free. The thing is, is that, uh, again, like, you know, you, you're making another signing that has been a bust in a line of signings that have been busts. Um, I think I said this a few weeks ago, you know, how many successful signings have we had since 2017, right? We had literally the entire 2017 roster. I'm going to count that as a, I'm going to count that as a thing because that was a thing. That was literally a philosophy that they had that season and they quickly abandoned it midway. Um, Zlatan is otherworldly. He will create something. You didn't create anything. You didn't do anything. This is a guy who attracts everything. Like he's going to be successful. He maybe not in the way that he won a title or he won trophies, but you know, it was Zlatan. He put on a show. He's a showman. He did what he had to do. He was successful in MLS, quote unquote. Right. Pavon was a good player, but ultimately he fizzled out, didn't know how to be used. You, you, you know, um, who else is there? Nobody. Nobody's there. No, you have not made that home run signing. 
even with Zlatan, it wasn't like it, it, it didn't materialize to anything aside from selling jerseys, which is apparently your top priority. So maybe, you know, you scored there. But as far as any sort of silverware, you, you haven't done anything. And no, and no player has been a home run. Not one. Not even close to one. So this is another signing in a lineup. Of, and credit where credit's due. I will say this, and I said this in issue one of the magazine. Everyone begged and screamed, like, we need to stop signing these overage names and sign these younger players, maybe these no names that will come and create something, a name for themselves here and develop. And, you know, every, every other team's doing it. Why can't we do it? So credit where credit's due. They tried. They tried. Yeah. You got Kevin Cabral, right? You got Grand Seer. You got Sayu Kulabali. You got Derek Williams. You got Jonathan Bond. You didn't hear about any of these players. You know, Derek Williams has been, he's been good. He's been fine. Jonathan Bond has his moments where, yeah, he you know, kind of messes up, but overall, still an improvement yeah. from, certainly from, better. you know, yeah. Certainly better than, uh, than, yes. than David Bingham. You know, yeah. I wouldn't say as good as like Jaime Pinedo, but. No, 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 no. I, I, I wouldn't say there's that There's also, either. you know, there's also like Josh Wicks. Yeah. Uh, Carlo Codicini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So there's, you know, there, there's Saunders. been mistakes. Um, but Brian Rowe. You know, <laughs> you know Sega Kula Bali is starting to come around. Is this is this a fluke? Is this that he did he figure is something this, out? Is this his Leonardo year? Is this his Leonardo year? Right. So, um, you know, Grant Sear again, not, not tearing the world apart. He's not horrible, but he's not tearing the world apart. Yeah. I'm sure he's he's not doing what you. I mean, today he was bad. Do. He was bad today. Yeah. So. You know, and then you have Jovalich. You haven't even like played him really. So, you know, this is and also I, under Greg Vanny's watch. So, I, so I think there's, there's a, I think there's a the, there's a question about Jovalich, but I, I I have thoughts about Jovalich. Okay, well we'll we'll get to him another time because I'm okay. sure we'll bring it up again. Okay. But no, you're stuck with him as a starter. Yes, because this is not the way the galaxy operates. I'm sure the ones calling the shots are up there. Like, no, you cannot bench this guy. No, we are paying this guy a lot of money. You have to, you have to make it work. You can't bench him, at least not yet, right? You can bench him later on because hey, you might cost us a playoff spot, or hey, there's a better option now, and you know because you know you can you can work through it. He has time, but maybe later on he gets benched because you know hey, you're gonna cost us a playoff spot. But right now, no, it's not gonna happen. Costa is not gonna go to the bench either. That he's no. been just as trash. He's not going to the bench. So even, 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 even if Greg Vanny said, I'm putting those two guys on the bench, which he has, by the way, you know, and then have him come in as subs, like it can't be constant. It's just the way it is. And again, I, I, I don't, whatever. I'm going to go into the next question because this is the point I was going to try to make. Ricardo asks, why is our coach so stubborn and unable to read the feel of the game? make adjustments, and or prepare our team with different options. He continues to try and come out playing when all it does is put our defenders under pressure. It does not create mismatches or opportunities. Well, the thing is, is that he has tried. He's tried different formations, including today, right? This is the first time we saw Douglas Costa in the middle. He was going to play as a number 10. He wasn't on the wing. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that you saw Cabral and uh, Costa and Grand Seer play. Efrain Alvarez did not touch the, the touch the field right like there are options right Jovovich was brought on a little earlier than normal sometimes he doesn't even come on there are things that were that have been tried 
different formations, different players that have come on. And the thing is, is that nothing's worked, right? Nothing's worked. So I've seen Greg Vanny make adjustments. I've seen him try different things. Now, it does look like he does get it wrong going in, right? We said this like, hey, you got the wrong starting yeah. lineup or he yep. had the wrong tactic. And then he switches it up and then they play better in the second half. I think we were talking about this this season, that they had only scored like one or two goals in the first half. Most of them have been the second half. So no, Greg Vanny does make adjustments. He does. It's just not visible. But he's trying. It's just, go back. It's just, no one can be successful. It's just really hard. And, and you really can't blame, this is where the criticism comes in. All these signings are not his, right? This is a team that he's built. So that's on him as well. Like, yeah. Who's the spark off the bench? Like, yeah, Grant Sear can be a spark off the bench, but that means a brawl has to be in there. And you're sacrificing the time while he's in there. Or Ephra's in there, and you're sacrificing the time he's in there. Is he a spark off the bench? No, he's not a spark off the bench. He's not going to bring anything. He's going to bring, like, one spectacular shot that probably won't go in. And, you know, so it's, it's a tough situation. I, I think that it was... You know, the last two games notwithstanding, I think it's actually admirable uh, what Greg Vanny was doing with his team, that they were competitive, that, hey, you know what, not one guy stands out, that they were playing as a team, they were playing as a unit, they were playing defense, right? Like, that's what kept you in the game. You were playing defense. You were holding on and just, just score. You found a way to win. So they need to get back to that. They need to get back. Maybe it caught up to them. Who knows? Maybe it was like, hey, maybe they weren't good and maybe they figured something out and they were just getting lucky. So obviously we're going to see in the next couple of months how, you know, which of those scenarios is true. And you're hoping that it's uh, they were competitive enough to. To uh, to hang in with any random team in the league. So <laughs> um, I believe that is the end of uh, of our questions. So thank you everyone who uh, did submit. We really, really appreciate it. For sure, um, man. Those, this this week we had a lot of questions. Like this is uh, rare. Yeah, it was. I mean, we had bros ask ask questions. We're like, whoa, <laughs> sure, dang. Um, so that does it for us. I, I think we, yeah, this this was a long one, guys. We had two games to cover. We had a lot to talk about. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. It's always uh, it's always nice to know that someone out there is uh, interested in what we're what we're saying um her stupid little project <laughs> yes it's, it's, it's still weird it's still weird um david do, do you have any last words any way to depress us uh no man um i think um you know we we have uh, a, a good run of games coming up and uh you know obviously we have the el trafico uh open cup you know don't be idiots and uh and keep it cool <laughs> Um, you know, climb out. <laughs> and uh yeah, we'll see we'll see you guys next week. All right. Um this is uh signing off episode 259. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week hopefully with some uh better results. Some good news. Yeah. Woohoo, 259 and feeling fine. <laughs> have a well, I don't know, have a good night. Good morning. Have a good commute to work wherever you guys are. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. 
Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.